So I'm just going through my cards here as I talk to you guys. You know, like I said, I got a lot of land in here, 28, but I found another one for you. Linvala. I have one of these in my deck. It costs four mana, two colorless, two planes. It's a 3-4 flyer, and it says activated abilities of creatures your opponent's control can't be activated. The flavor text is, those who seek to disturb the harmony of life will see their instruments taken from them. He's got some scales, too. Awesome, awesome card. Great piece of control. Um, this card is just expensive, and a lot of times when I play it, it by the, and when I play it, and by the time I play it, it just locks down the board. So I like one in there. I can live with not drawing it as well. The next card, this is the second seven slot. I know it's a little expensive here. Two sevens, two eights. It's a five four. Angel of the Dire Hour. It has five colorless mana and two planes for a converted mana cost of seven. It has flash, flying, and hello, hello. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Magic Bros. I think I'm going to call this one the Angel Deck Dilemma. I'm a big fan of alliterations, and it's quite the dilemma for one of my favorite decks. I'm Daniel Rivera, and thank you for spending some time with me. So I'm going to go over basically my deck um, with the cards I have in it. The cards I've kind of cycled through or I've debated about and maybe mention what I want to put in there. And I've just kind of hit this roadblock, basically, and I keep taking one or two cards out or even 10 cards. And then I put in these other cards to replace it. And I don't like those either. And then I take some out and put in these new ones, or I take the whole thing. And I've just cycled through this deck so much because I can't seem to find the right order. And I know the short answer to this is, is, you know, just pick some combo like resplendent angel, which gives you tokens. If you gain five or more life. And then, you know, archangel Thune, like just everything to give you lifelink and Bishop of wings and just piggyback off each other. But, I don't like the idea of just running that. It's I, I know it's reliable, but it's too reliable, I think, for me at least. And it's a casual game, so it's not like it has to be perfect anyway. So I'm going to run you through my deck. I have quite a lot of high mana creatures in here. I know that, so that might be your first critique. I'm happy to listen. So I have Akroma, Angel of Wrath. For those of you that don't know, I'll be reading all these cards. It is eight mana. And it has Flying, First Strike, Trample, Haste, Protection from Black, Protection from Red, and Vigilance. It's a 6-6. The flavor text is no rest, no mercy, no matter what. One of my favorite flavor texts. Probably my favorite. Uh, another 8 slot. Yep. Avacyn, Angel of Hope. Another legendary. It's a 8-8, Flying, Vigilance, Indestructible, and gives other permanents indestructible. Yeah, so everything's got it. The flavor text here is a golden helix streaked skyward from the Hellavault. Excuse me, Hellvault. A thunderous explosion shattered the silver monolith, and Avacyn emerged, free from her prison at last. Another very cool one. That's referring to her with uh, Gristlebrand. Or being released, and uh, Gristlebrand being released as well. Next, I have a playset of Mother of Runes. It's a 1-1 cleric. Costs 1 planes. And I can tap it to give target creature control protection of your choice from a color until end of turn. Or protection from a color of your choice until end of turn. There we go. The flavor text is, my family protects all families. Amazing card. Definitely would like to keep that in there. It seems like a, a no-brainer. 
Okay, I also have a playset of Resplendent Angel. It's three men as well. One colorless, two planes. It has it's a three-three flyer, and it has at the beginning of each end step, you may gain if you gain five or more life this turn, create a four-four white angel creature token with flying and vigilance. Pretty great. And if you tap three colorless and three planes, six in total, until end of turn, you can give it plus two, plus two, and lifelink. I run the play set because this is definitely like the crux of the deck. Uh, it's just getting these out and then piggybacking off that effect of pumping out tokens with various cards, like our next card. Liver Dawnbringer, it's a 5 5 legendary angel. Costs three colorless, two white. It's fly- it has f- flying, first strike, and lifelink. It gives other angels plus one, plus one, and lifelink, and it is a 5 5. The flavor text is You are not alone. You never were. Very good. So the idea is to get Resplendent off with Lyra and just start pumping out tokens as much as possible. Then the next card I'm pulling up here is actually the is like the 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 side dish to that to that combo steak, if you will. It's Scroll of Avicen. It's an artifact. Tap one colorless to play it. Tap one colorless and sacrifice it to activate its effect. Draw a card. If you control an angel, you gain five life. The flavor text. Words to bless the eye that reads them, telling of a future beyond the reach of fear. Great card. Those three together. <laughs> this next one, um, I know it's a common. I know it's a little plain. I know other cards do more maybe, but you know, I don't have to spend $30 on every card. And I really just, I think this card just has great value. So it's Aura Blast. Costs one colorless, one planes. I believe that's Tempest I'm looking at. And it's an instant. And it says destroy target enchantment. Okay. And then draw a card. So I my card draw in this deck is pretty weak. So I have the fourth scroll of Avacyn. And then I wanted to throw in just a little extra. So I like six cards to round it out. So I got this, which destroys an enchantment and replaces itself. And in the casual games I play with my friends, there's a lot of enchantments being put out. So I'm always playing it. I always play at least one of the two of them, for sure. The flavor text is, none of your history books mention me, question mark, laughed Daria. They will now. Interesting. I don't know who Daria is, but cool flavor text. I also have a play set, and this one here, I'm definitely open to changing, is Ruined Halo. It's two planes. It's an enchantment. As it enters the battlefield, you can choose a card name and give yourself protection from that card. So I can't be targeted, dealt damage, or enchanted by anything with that name. It's a little specific, a little niche. Maybe four is too many, some would argue. Maybe one is too many. But I just really like... um, I really like like the Kithkin art, and I really like the background, and I like the way of locking down specific cards because um, a lot of my friends do run multiple copies of a lot of cards, so it gives me ample protection. Um, I also got a copy of Caracas in here, the one from Legends. So it's a legendary land. I can tap it and add one planes to my mana pool, or I can tap it and return target legend to its owner's hand and destroy enchantments on it. Or excuse me, it says enchantments are destroyed on target legend. Same thing. The flavor tag's very nice, by the way. To make a prairie, it takes a clover and one bee. One clover and a bee. And reverie. It's by Emily Dickinson. Very, very good flavor text there. So I got one of those in there. Um, now we are on to Sublime Archangel, which I have three of in this deck. Given that this iter- this iteration of the deck, at least doesn't have that many creatures i think there's like 17 in here i figured exalted was was very necessary uh you know let me know what you guys think i'm happy to change it around if you know 
you think I should add more creatures, which I totally support. It's a 4-3 flyer. It has exalted, so whenever a creature I control attacks alone, it gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. But then it gives my other creatures exalted. So each instance of exalted triggers separately. So if I had two out and attacked with one creature, they would get plus two, plus two. Pretty cool. Um, I also have one Ameria, the Sky Ruin, in here. It comes in tapped. It's a land. At the beginning of my upkeep, if you control seven more planes, you can return a target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. You can also tap it to add one planes to your mana pool. Uh, I ordered a second one because I think I need two in there. Uh, again, given the lack of creatures, if I lose one, I need to get them back. And I have a lot of lands in this deck. Um, I have, at this moment, 28. Moving on to the next card, Radiant Archangel. Tap three colorless, tap two planes. It's a 3-3 three, three flyer. It counts as an angel. It has vigilance, and it gets plus one, plus one for each other creature with flying in play. This card is definitely um, amazing late game in this deck when you have quite a few creatures out. Again, the problem being if you don't have enough, you know, it's not worth it. Or the angels take a lot to get out, so, you know, you got to get other stuff out when you're playing that. So my next card in here is Generous Gift. It is a three mana instant, two colorless, one planes. And it says destroy target permanent. Its controller creates a green, a three, three green elephant creature token. I just love this card. One, because it's instant speed. Two, because it costs three mana, which I know is kind of a lot on the curve. But for, for the versatility of destroy any permanent, I mean... You know, I'm talking about I play with people whose decks have everything in that, you know, planeswalkers, uh, lands with crazy effects, legendary things, you know, things that later gain indestructible. So the versatility of this card is just it, for me, it's worth it. And I also bought some green tokens from Odyssey uh, for the elephant. So that's just another layer, you know, message your friends. It's great. The flavor text on this says the best presents are impossible to re-gift. And uh, I think part of that, you know, you'll have to look it up yourself, but the art is very interesting. Next card I got in the seven slot, one of two, is Angel Serenity. It's a 5-6 flyer. When it enters the battlefield, you can exile to three other target creatures from the battlefield or creature cards from the graveyard and or creature cards from the graveyard. When it leaves battlefield, you can return the exile card to their owner's hand. So this is a really, really great card. Uh, I know it costs a lot. But when you, if and when you get this out, man, as long as it hits the battlefield, even if it's destroyed later, you still got rid of three things, you know, on their side and it's going into their hands. So you get three, you get rid of three big things. They might have to decide what to play. You disrupted them, or you can do it with your stuff, which I never thought about until I actually saw it in another video. Um, I just can't remember the name at the time, but I didn't get the idea of, you know, exiling stuff from your graveyard and then getting it back later, putting it into your hand. You know, you'll have to play it, but at least you'll get it back. I think this is especially important, and um, we should be cognizant of it in my deck because, again, I have so few creatures. The final card is Cathedral of Sarah. It is a land, and it has a cool castle on it. It is from Legends. Uh, you guys just got to check it out. This is a great one from Mark Poole. They did Lady of Vengala as well, A+. Plus. It's in one of my other decks. The effect is all your white legends gains bands with other legends. Now, for those of you who don't know banding, it's a little tricky of a system, so I'm going to do my best to explain it. But basically, banding is you can attack, you can attack and or block as a unit, 
and you can decide you can assign the damage that is dealt to your creatures instead of your opponent in the traditional way. I know that's a super oversimplification. There are better podcasts. You know, maybe Pelarian, the professor, you know, maybe he can give you a deeper explanation, but that's the best I could do. And again, this is just for casual games. So it's just a spicy card I like to play late game if I got a couple legends out. Please let me know what you guys think. Give me any advice. You know, again, I'm trying to just avoid a simple scenario of just run these three cards and combo off. So please, all suggestions are welcome. Thank you, guys. See you soon.